Moonglow Avenue, written by Gary Pettigrew, narrated by Jake Parr. Chapter 4 The street was pitch black. The only lit areas were pools of orange light here and there under street lamps that looked like they had been there since the 1900s. The pavement was cracked, with weeds poking up, and the road was made up of smooth cobblestones. What a dump, stated Billy. Shh, Jasmine hushed him. Someone might hear you. Although looking around, she couldn't see anyone. He has a point, though, said Ryan. It is a bit of a dump. Nicole nodded. Definitely a dump. Jasmine sighed in defeat and started heading down the street. Maybe it gets nicer down this way. It looks like there are more lights. Jojo probably went this way. It was true. The lights up ahead were more evenly spaced with fewer dark areas between them. It looks like the houses ahead have lights in the windows too. I wonder why all of these houses are so dark. Ryan looked around. He hadn't noticed before, but all the houses at this end of the street were dark. Not only were there no lights in the windows, but it looked like the windows had all been boarded up. He felt Nicole's hand slide into his and grip it tight. He looked down at his sister and saw the worry in her expression. Okay, let's head over there to the nice houses, get the dog, and get out of here as quickly as possible, he stated loudly. We should probably be heading home soon anyway. He felt Nicole squeeze his hand with gratitude. Clang! A loud clatter made him jump, and he spun around to spot Billy picking up another rock to throw at one of the abandoned houses. Billy! hissed Jasmine. Put that down! How would you like someone to come and throw stones at your house? But this isn't anyone's house. Look at it. It's all boarded up. Probably abandoned years ago. He hefted a good-sized rock and threw it at the old house. This time, there was no clang. In fact, there was just silence. And then, the rock came flying back, whistling through the air and hitting Billy hard on the shoulder. Ouch! cried Billy and grabbed his shoulder. Who threw that? I did. The voice came from the darkest shadow in the street, but Ryan couldn't see anyone. He thought he saw a brief movement, but couldn't focus on it. He was about to ask the voice to show himself when a different rock flew out of the darkness behind Ryan and caught him square in the back. He fell to one knee as Nicole screamed and grabbed him. And that was me. A different voice. Ryan thought they sounded like teenage boys. He staggered to his feet. Billy, Jasmine, come here. He pulled Nicole close to him as the other two joined him at the centre of the pool of light. Don't be afraid. This time it was a girl's voice. Step out of the light and into the shadow. We just want to play. Then show yourself. Ryan hoped they wouldn't pick up the fear in his voice. At first, it seemed they had decided to ignore him. He braced for another rock and tried to cover Nicole with his arms. Then he saw them. There were five of them. Four boys and one girl. They seemed to float out of the darkness like it was a black fog. They stopped before they reached the orange pool of light, but Ryan could see their faces quite clearly now. And he could see that he was surrounded. The girl spoke again. Now you can see us. Come out of the light so we can play. She had dirty blonde hair, Ryan could now see, and her skin was as pale as the whites of her eyes were. 
and her lips were dark red. It's not unusual, he decided, for a teenage girl to wear dark lipstick, but then he noticed that the boys had red lips and pale skin too. This has been Moonglow Avenue, written by Gary Pettigrew, narrated by Jake Parr. Copyright 2013 by Gary Pettigrew. Production copyright 2014 by Gary Pettigrew.